Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to BeyondTheRut.com, the podcast that's all about get your butt out of the rut. Welcome to episode 115 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about equipping and inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and here is Brandon Cunningham. Getting out of that rut. <laughs> and also, fake Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan uh, did the intro there. Now, disclaimer, that wasn't really the Hulk, uh, but it was somebody who sounded a lot like him. And in this episode, we're going to talk about goals, because why? It's the start of the new year. And people are talking about goals everywhere. Goals this, goals that. You need to have goals. Why do you need to have goals? And in our last episode, episode 114, we had Scott on the air with us. And I just said Scott because I'm like... <laughs> on the air with us. <laughs> and We record this in a plane. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, uh, Scott shared with us about having vision for your life, whether for your family, your fitness, professional life, all that stuff, having vision. So we're going to the next step. Now that we've talked about vision, we can talk about goals. Brandon, what are your views on goals? I like to score goals in soccer, basketball. Soccer goals are the best. I mean, (laughs) nobody calls a goal better than soccer. Yes. Even though I don't get soccer. It's a little boring for me. That's the only part of the game I understand is the guy yells goal. Goal. You go for like (laughs) 10 minutes. You're like, I love it. Uh, Grandes Liga. That's baseball. I love this time of year because people want to start to kind of revamp their life, talk about their goals. They set all these goals, maybe on uh, New Year's Eve, as you were having champagne and looking for somebody to kiss, you were like, okay, here's my resolutions. Yeah. Not a big resolution person. Cause I think every day you should try to be a little bit better than you were, but New Year's goals are one of those things that we all set, or maybe a lot of people do. And then maybe about this time, which, you know, it's about mid to late January when you're, when we're recording this, maybe you're listening to this at a different time. But when you think I didn't do any of my goals, I, I had, five of them and I didn't yeah. do any of them. And to me, what, what's important about goals is they should matter to you. Oh, you yeah. don't necessarily have to tell them to the whole world. I'm going to lose a thousand pounds or I'm going to climb, climb Mount Everest or whatever, but set something that, that you put in front of yourself every day. I know that, you know, a couple of years ago when I lost a lot of weight and got in shape, I, I put it on my uh, bathroom mirror. So I would see it every day. This oh, yeah. is my goal. This is what I'm pointing towards. Exactly. I remember Christmas morning, we opened up our presents and somehow I think I was sent on a breakfast taco run. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I was amazed that they were even open. I was going to say Day. that's kind of hard on Christmas. I Day. felt so bad for those employees that they didn't get to stay at home. <laughs> for some reason, we needed our breakfast tacos in America or at least yep. Corpus Christi. So I drive, pick up the tacos. And as I'm driving home, I saw at least three runners in brand new running suits, brand new running shoes, you know, just hightailing it down the sidewalk. And I had never seen any of these folks in my neighborhood before running. And the only thing that was different, brand new running gear. And I thought to myself, that is nice. However, was this really a goal for them? Am I going to see them running a month from now, two (laughs) months from now? And then on top of that, I was like, you know what? I don't like running and uh, it's no intention of mine to run a marathon. And and so that got me thinking about goals and so on. And and you yourself, you may have actually 
you know, in a drunken stupor on New Year's Eve, been asked, so, Johnny, what are your resolutions for 2018? And you're like, I'm going to write a book. Yeah, I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to record my first album. I'm, I'm going to get in shape. And you got all these things oh, that you yeah. shouted out. And you probably, you know, on the next day after you woke up, had some coffee, shook off the hangover, started pursuing some of these resolutions. But then a lot of these are going to fall, fall by the wayside and you're going to start feeling guilty about yourself. So, and this is where what Brandon said about making sure it's something that's truly you. Right. I think that comes into play. Like it's got to be relevant to you. Absolutely. And and you and I talk a lot about, and I think it's even on a prior episode about we, we would at different points in our life, we would set a goal and then say, you know, I don't really even want to achieve that goal. Yeah. You know, one, one of the goals I've had for a long time and I'm still making minimal progress to it, but, uh, is writing a book and, yeah. and, the problem is I was never really passionate about it. I just wanted to to eventually do it. And so some goals are just long term. Someday I would like to do this or mm-hmm. someday I would like to do that. But what we do is we we set the goal and then we don't achieve it. So we feel guilty about it. And guilt's not something that's ever going to drive you forward. Yeah. It's something that might make you move at the moment, but it won't long term keep you going. Exactly. You've got to have a passion for whatever that goal is. Yeah, you start feeling guilty and then you stop doing anything. You don't get back on that horse. And right. we don't want that for you. Uh, I'm looking at my own goals from 2017 and I'm thinking, wow, I put zero check marks down. And so... How much of this carries over into 2018 because they're relevant? And which of these goals do actually? I could put a, I could put a bunch of half check marks if I because <laughs> uh, like we had planned two family trips, one to California, one to North Carolina. We took one we did North Carolina, there and California go. came to us. There you go. My dad came to visit. Went hiking with us. That was That's cool. cheating, but I'm going to put a check there. Boom. Well, I think All sometimes right. too we say, you know, it's like, hey, I bet you I can do this. And it's not that I can't. It's just that I decided not to. Yeah. And, th- and there's a little bit of a legality to that, but stop cheating yourself by making these goals. A, you're not going to achieve, but then B, set a goal you will achieve. Don't, don't attempt to lose a hundred pounds. Attempt to lose five. And then once you get there, reset another goal. Yeah. You don't have to set a goal in January. And if you don't achieve it by December, then it's a waste of time. Maybe you got to change it during the year. Yeah. And, and then I'm looking at one goal in particular because a lot of these I'm like, actually, I do want to pull off all these goals. <laughs> what happened there? But I know what happened. Kind of blowing my whole I, premise here. I, but I, I, I picked up in a, I picked up an addiction called hammock camping. And so things like read 52 books in a year. I read 28. All right. There you go. And, you know, I could kick myself for not reading all 52, but at the same time, I read 28 good books and, then if you look at all the research I put into hammock camping, I kind of read 52. I, mean, I, yeah. I learned a lot. And that's that was the key point of that goal. It wasn't, oh, 52, check. It was the purpose behind it also was important for me. Well, so, that's yeah. important too. Don't say, I'm going to read 52 books a year and then just put 52 checks in the box, yeah. and, but not actually have learned anything. Because I could have read you know, 52 children's books. Exactly. Check, check, check. There you go. Berenstain Bears. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, the places they go. <laughs> so, I mean, I've, we've run across people. They, they come up with these really lofty goals for the year. They're very broad. I'm going to lose weight. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, Be specific. 
put steps to it. But then also you and I do this a lot too. And mid year, we will kind of rearrange goals and oh, rearrange yeah. concepts of what we want to do. And we recently did this with the podcast. It's like, okay, how do we want to revamp what we're doing in 2018 than what we did in 2017? Exactly. A, what you did in the past will not necessarily succeed in the future. And just because it did in the past doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing in the future either. So you got to kind of map that out. Yeah. One of the things we're doing is kind of our recording schedule. We change that up a little bit to give us a little bit more uh, kind of flexibility, but That's then right. uh, open up some other avenues that maybe we didn't have ahead of time. Yeah, because we assessed what was keeping us from accomplishing some of the things we wanted to accomplish by the third year, right. and we realized, well, we kind of bogged ourselves down with a recording schedule that was weekly, and it was not just recording. It was recording, editing, and posting. It was a weekly thing, right? and it left us no margin. And so Absolutely. we came up with, we just, we took like an hour and we figured it out. We're like, Hey, let's have one recording day, which by the way, that's what we're doing right now. We're recording like three, maybe four episodes in one Saturday morning. And the next Saturday morning, I'm going to edit all four of those and they'll be ready to go. And then the next Saturday, I'll start posting them. Well, right. actually some of them will be Scheduling. posted sooner, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's kind of paced out and pieced out. And then by a month from now, we're going to come back together and we're going to have a, a bunch of interviews that we've lined up. And then we could even, you know, throw in an extra interview like this or discussion like this. So we, we kind of reshaped our schedule to start accomplishing some of the other things. So what does this do? It frees up our time to do some of the other things we talked about uh, that will sustain this show and sustain our platform and connect with you even more. So it's freeing up time for us to connect with you, our listeners. It's freeing up time for us to reach out, to get more listeners, to reach more people, to impact more people. people. And uh, maybe, who knows, we'll probably find a ghostwriter to write that book for Brandon because there you go. Brandon's never going to write it. That's not his gift. That's not his passion. So we need to find somebody who's got that passion and just kind of capture his ideas. And you know me, once I came up with the title, I was pretty much done. I was like, okay, I've got your book cover. You're good. Let's move on now. <laughs> Reading a book that'll take you beyond the rut <laughs> there you go. by Brandon and, Cunningham. And falling into that trap of goals and then disappointment is, is a rut in and of itself. You've got to remember that this is probably something you've done in the past. It's something you've felt guilty about and you beat yourself up about. And this is another year I didn't do this or another year I didn't yeah. do that. Stop living that way. Get out of that rut of just blaming yourself and set something that you can actually win. You know, I used to be semi-pro basketball player. I would go up to the elementary school and play with the third graders and <laughs> they just thought I was Michael Jordan and I was getting some easy wins. I would walk away from that feeling like the most confident six foot tall white guy in the world because I could block shots. I could dunk. I could do all kinds of things. They had five foot goals. It was pretty nice, <laughs> but you've got to set yourself up for some wins yeah. rather than say, stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. 
you know, and somebody might say uh, there was somebody that uh, we were talking to that read a book a week, I think was not a book a week, a book a day. A book a day. Or a book that a was day. Naomi Blackburn. Naomi. And, yeah. and that's just to me crazy. But when you set these unrealistic goals, you're going to set yourself up for failure. Now, Naomi's one of these people that would do it and did do it. So it was different for her. Yeah. But set a goal that you can achieve. Don't try to run the New York marathon, run a 5k. Yeah. You know, walk a 5k, do something that kind of gets you beyond what you've normally done. And yeah, life. it's that, that gradual pivot, that gradual shift to get to the next level. So you may have a big goal by the end of the year. I want to lose weight. Well, in, and then hopefully you've specifically stated, I want to lose 60 pounds. Right. And then you can backtrack that. You know, what is, what it will it take to get there? And, you know, goal number one for the first three months might be get up in the morning and actually do a morning exercise routine for 15 minutes. Nothing yeah. harsh, just to loosen up the limbs, kind of get the blood flowing, that kind of thing. You know, that's, that's just an example. Right. Um, so disclaimer, I'm not a fitness expert and nor do I claim <laughs> to be one on the air. I am a in my, in my former life as a doctor of physiology <laughs> without and, a license uh, kinesiology. Uh, one of the things that I talked to a friend of mine that I work with just the other day, she's young college student trying to start out financially and figure out her life. And I said, you know, you need a savings account. I'm barely paying my bills now. How do I do a savings account? I said, do a savings account with $5 a month in it. Yeah. And, and that's basically the equivalent of one little hamburger or one little latte or whatever it is. You can do $5 into a, a savings account and in a year, you know, you will have that money sitting there and the next year go, I'm going to do 10, exactly. I'm do seven, something to just stretch yourself a little yeah. bit. Everybody can do something financially, physically, mentally, spiritually, something you can do to make your life better next year. Now we all know the joke of you drive by the athletic club or the gym and in January, the parking lot's packed. Come back in February, it's, it's empty again. You can do yeah. whatever you want. Don't be those people that just commits short term. Find some accountability and, and hold yourself to it. So this time next year, you're not having the exact same conversation you yeah. did and really connected to vision. You know, like what is, why are you going to work out? Why are you saving money? Why right. are you going back to school? Don't just go do those things because they sound cool. You got to have a real relevant reason why you're doing it. Uh, maybe it's because you want to get a better career so you can take better care of your family. That is a seriously strong why. You can have some strong emotional ties to that without even thinking about it. Right. Maybe it's, you know, I want to lose weight because a few years from now, one of my children is going to get married and they're expecting me to be able to dance at the wedding. And right now I can't even tie my shoes without losing my breath. Yeah. So that might be a motivator. You know, and it's. For me, it was just vanity. I wanted to be awesome, look awesome, and just always be awesome. So that's why I did it. You're almost there. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, speaking about these big lofty goals, we talked about you, you got to have a vision just like we had it. We had spoken about in episode 114, and, and that kind of helps us select goals in the first place. And we kind of alluded to it. We hadn't really specifically said it, but it is a okay to cross goals off your list. So you're not pursuing right. them anymore. So how do we decide what is a goal that we no longer need to pursue? I think that part is just some real inflection. You need to, you know, introspective. I'm not sure what that word is. Reflection. Reflection. That's the word I was looking for is, is really look at your life and say, do I want to do this? You know, I at one time had a goal of going to law school and for me at the time was important, but the more I investigated it and the more I looked into it, I thought, I don't really want to be a lawyer. I want to do something that 
is beyond that kind of uh, narrow path or narrow description. So sometimes you have to look at your goals and say, okay, this was a goal, but it's really not my goal anymore. I need to take it off. And sometimes we convince ourselves that, well, if I take it off, that means I'm just giving up. I'm, I'm quitting on my goal. But if your goal contradicts what your current life vision is, then you need to get rid of that goal yeah, and and kind of revamp that. And sometimes we're scared to go, well, I'm not allowed to change my life plan. Well, this is really, really simple. You, you think to yourself, just close your eyes and think 10 years ago, 20 years ago, or 30 years ago, is this where you thought you would be? Did you know for sure this is where you would be? And the answer is almost always no. My life went a little different direction than I thought it would. Now, we all went to school in, you know, fifth grade, the one girl that said, you know, I'm going to be a pharmacist when I grow up. And she's been a pharmacist for the last 30 years. Yeah. There's always somebody like that. But most of us, overwhelming amount of people are not where we thought we would be. I'd never even heard of Corpus Christi growing up. And now I've lived here for <laughs> 25 years or so. And, you know, I'm, I'm a pastor. I never thought about that podcasting. I never thought my life would be where it is. But I like where it is. Yeah. You have to be able to adjust that instead of just saying, I'm going down this path because I said it when I was 15 or 35 or 55. Be able to change it and just kind of contradict yourself sometimes. Yeah. And I know with the podcast here recently, we, we talked about how we want to do some things different. We've got some incredible guests already lined up to, to come on and, and talk about a broad range of topics. We had a great 2017 and heard some incredible stories. Some of what we're doing in 2018 is almost a, a conversation about different items. Yeah. We want to try to present a different view on looking at a rut because one thing we discovered is, you know, a rut can also be a groove. I think you, you came up with that where you're just one of us did <laughs> where you maybe your rut's not bad you're in a groove you're just really cruising right along and you're in a good place yeah. we want to present some arguments not necessarily like a you know in the news when you have one person that's for and one person's against and they just yell at each other but some real valid factual conversations about why you should or shouldn't kind of go down a certain path from you know nutrition to finance to to hiking and camping and everything else and just try to get a, a broad view of opinions on different topics this mm-hmm. year. And the thing that's driving all that still is, again, as Brandon said, what will help you get beyond the rut? So identifying a rut and then having that discussion, that dialogue around uh, why people should stay in it right, <laughs> and why yeah. people should get out of it. Uh, so, yeah, is it a groove or is it a rut? And, uh, I mean, you yourself would know whether it is one way or the other. And, uh, but the, the driving thing, that connecting thing again is the vision to, to encourage and inspire people to live the life you've always dreamed of. There you go. So, and we got to get a theme song that includes the word groove, I think. Party groove. Wait, life groove. Get your groove on. Excellent. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, one more thing I wanted to bring up because I was looking at my own life plan and my own goals for, uh, the past year and the coming year. And I realized, I right, 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 right. <laughs> Did you get all that, guys? Uh, one thing I realized is that if I were to print my life plan right now, that sucker takes up three, maybe four pages. It's all text based and it's really hard to reference. Like I, I don't want re, I don't like reading it every single day. So 2017, guess what I didn't do? I didn't read it. Exactly. And the, the purpose of having it written was I could review it every single day and identify my goal for the next week and go after it. Well, where I work at Krista's Health, yay, awesome place, by the way. Sponsored by Krista's Health. <laughs> 
Well, not because they're nonprofit and um, their marketing budget has Never no mind. dollars set aside for this show. <laughs> something about conflict of interest or something, you know, that they, they can't sponsor us. Uh, in any case, where I work, one of the neat things about them is their strategy map. And our CEO talks about how, you know, there's some companies out there, their strategy takes up hundreds of pages. And I was like, man, my life plan takes up four or five. Feels like I'm reading hundreds of pages because of how I've written it. At Christus, their strategy map takes up one page, one side. Well, actually two sides if you think about both all the components. So one side is the strategy map. You can actually look at it and know the strategy of the organization, where it's going, just by looking at that one piece of paper. You flip the piece of paper over and that's the scorecard that tells you how you're doing in achieving the strategy. So it's one sheet of paper front and back. Uh, but really, you can look at the front and know what you're supposed to be doing. And I want to do that for my own self. So I'm going to, in the next month or so, take my life plan, make it less verbose. I'm going to put it on one eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. And I should be able to look at that and say, aha, yeah. there we go. That's simple. I could reference that. I'll probably put some pictures in it too. Cause uh, you know, who wants to read these days, Maybe right? Some pop-ups. Pop-ups would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's such a good, uh, idea because like when we were talking to scott Beebe, he if you don't have a vision for where you're going how do you know you're getting there yeah how are you making progress and we tend to say well you know i just want to be healthy and happy and whatever it's like well you have to have a vision for where you're supposed to be or you will never know whether you're making progress towards that exactly yeah and then speaking on this one page strategy you mentioned uh, maybe it's richard branson but there's somebody big who owns a big company and his life plan fits on an index card. Right. And then I Googled that and I, I haven't come across the article or anything that says anything about Richard having a one page or one index card life plan. But I did find a lot of folks uh, that gave tips on financial plans that fit an index card, financial strategies that fit an index card. So a lot of, a lot of things out there on Pinterest and Instagram, LinkedIn, that, LinkedIn, life hack. Uh, that talk about having your plan that fits an index card. And that's brilliant because you want to be able to reference that every day to remind yourself and inspire yourself. And then you just go do it. Brandon, you got any uh, final thoughts, resources, quotes? Uh, find a book that you really want to read this year and, and don't just leave it in your basket on Amazon or on a list, but buy it and then put it on your nightstand or somewhere in your house where you see it. And you'll start to thumb through it at some point during during the day or during the week. Find a few moments that you will schedule to do that, too. Because if you're like me, I've watched all the episodes of The Crown. I've watched uh, Orange is New Black, <laughs> Longmire. I've, I'm, I'm caught up on all of that stuff. So you can spend 20 minutes reading a book that really kind of teaches you things. The index card thing, one of the books I found on it by Josh Hines uh, from GetMotivation.com. He wrote a book called Live Big. And you can find him on LinkedIn. He's all over the place there. But uh, he talks a lot about the index cards. The nice thing about the index cards is you can write a, one goal on it or one kind of place. Here's where I want to be five years from now or two years from now or six months from now and carry that little card around with you to just kind of remind you of where it is that you're supposed to be going. That's awesome. Perfect. All right. If you liked everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com. Beyondtherut.com. Slash one one five, and there you'll find uh, the links to that book, Live Big, and uh, we'll even share a couple of the resources that we may not have mentioned by name. Uh, and if I've got my uh, life plan figured out by then and written out on that one page, I'll share that with you as well. Uh, let's see, we'd love to hear from you because you know 
a couple of you actually do email us, like Hans Anderson and Stephanie Brevig and Jamie. You folks write us all the time. And once in a while, I'll hear from like Lisa Reynolds when we pop in and see each other. And, and Dondi on uh, Dondi Scumachi. Yeah, you've Twitter. reached out to us on Twitter a few times and, and cheered us on. And we want to hear from all of you, or as many of you as possible, because it lets us know we're doing a good job. It lets us know that we're sending out messages that resonate with you. So tweet us at Beyond the Rut. Or we're on Facebook. Our Facebook page is, guess what? Beyond the Rut. So just search Beyond the Rut. You'll find us. And then we've got an email address, info at, yeah, you got it, beyondtherut.com. And then if you really want to call us and leave a voicemail, it's 361-596-3788. We've got all that information. Guess where? In the show notes, beyondtherut.com slash 115. There we go. (laughs) forgot what episode we're on, but I got it now. All right, and the best way you can support us right now because we have not monetized anything is to share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. We'll catch you next week, and until then, go live life beyond the rut. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.